0: Welcome back to the podcast, and I say that for myself because this is the first one after several months, almost a year. Actually, it is a year. I stopped at the end of 2019, went to Honduras in December, and wow, actually went to Honduras in January and did not return until September the end of September this year and I did not do any podcasts while I was there I kind of feel bad about it but I've come back with a new and improved hopefully better sounding better quality podcast after looking at uh, the issues of 2019 all the things that I talked about wow there were so many people that actually listen to those and I felt bad because of the quality and so I may redo some of those but uh, this is the new start uh, it is reidentified in Christ as the theme, and uh, that's what we're going to be talking about throughout. It really is about spiritual development, how we are different now that Christ is in our lives. So let's get right to the lesson today, and it is going to be called "Learning of Grace and Truth." So today I want to talk about the nature of grace and truth. What is grace? Well. Let's just give a general definition right now that most people have heard of. If you haven't, here it is. Grace is the unmerited favor of God. You might say unearned favor that God has decided to pour out on the whole world. Okay, we'll talk more about that. And what is truth? Well, truth, spiritually speaking, is the word of God, mostly viewed as the Bible as a whole. But more specifically, it's what God has given us through the Bible and what he says and what he promises and and how we view that word must come through Jesus Christ. And that really is the focus of today. Because listen to these words of John. In John 1.17, he says this, uh, For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth, came through Jesus Christ. Did you hear that? Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So today, we're going to talk about what specifically, some of the things that this grace of God and the truth of God, through the lenses of Jesus that John shares with us. What's, what's that really about? What What is the difference? What What is this grace and truth? There is a place in the scriptures, and I, I don't even have the verse in front of me, but You know, Jesus says this. He says, you pour over the scriptures because you think that you have eternal life in them. Yet they testify about me and you are still not willing to come to me so that you may have life. Wow. Imagine that. Studying the scriptures every day. And not knowing that it was about Jesus who was sitting right there in front of them. But how many people study the scripture all the, all the time? Or That's why we're having this podcast. How many people study the scriptures all the time and really don't make the connection, really can't put it together? And that's what I try to do with this podcast is bring some kind of cohesion, some kind of connectiveness in the things you might have heard little bits and pieces here and there, even taught or said yourself, but can't seem to line them up correctly. And that's what we need to do is come into a spiritual alignment with Christ to understand what he's done in our lives. So in this podcast, I want to talk about a few things that changed when Jesus came to the earth. Now, I believe everything changed, probably, as much as we could say our reality has changed since Jesus came to the earth, the whole human race. But let's just point out a few things in this podcast. The first thing is he came as the last Adam. First Corinthians 15, 22 says this, for as in Adam all die, so also in Christ all will be made alive. We'll go back to that. The second thing is that he fulfilled the law of Moses. You can read about this in Matthew 5, 17, but Jesus came to fulfill the law. And then, um, also, something else that changed is that when Jesus came, he gives a clear description of a God who loves and who has forgiven the world and will forgive all of us because of that. And, you know, it's it's John, the, the closest friend of Jesus during his ministry. John and Jesus were tied. And this is John talking. This is him. John 3, 16, 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus didn't come into the world to condemn the world, but he came so that the world through him could be saved, is what the scriptures say. You see, it's God's grace, but then we have to come to God, so it's our faith. God's grace, our faith. So let's let's look at these three things and because I find them important to talk about in the idea of grace and truth these three things that he was the last Adam that he fulfilled the law of Moses and that he gives us a clear description of who God is. So the first thing is Jesus was the last Adam. So that we have to go back and look at the first Adam and see a couple of things. The first Adam disobeyed God and he transgressed the command of God. That's disobedience. Because God told him not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and he ate of it. Genesis chapter 3, you can read the the story. Uh, You may already be familiar with it. Most Christians are. A lot of people in the world are familiar with it. They've heard of Adam and Eve, and they've been told that they have to turn to God because they're all in sin and all death came because of Adam. Okay, So because of this first Adam's transgressions, the Bible tells us that all died in Adam. Be- let's just say because of this first Adam's transgressions, all died in Adam. Death was pronounced on Adam and all of humanity. You can read more of that in First Corinthians 15, uh, verses 21, 22. I read 22. Let's see. Uh, the Bible says in 21, for since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead also comes through a man. So we're talking about resurrecting the dead in the new Uh, the, the last Adam. So you see all this though is a spiritual event. That's important to know because listen, all of the world died in Adam. They may not realize it, but that's why they're dead. That's why they need salvation. That's why we needed God is because the world, all of the human race died in Adam. The human race was living in a world of sin, but God did not hold that sin against the human race however the world was living on a path away from God he did not hold that sin against the human race until the law of Moses but before we go there let me look really quick at here I want to share with you Romans Romans five, thirteen. just so you don't have to take my word for what it says here I should have had my glasses on Romans 5 13 says this in fact and this is the Holman Christian standard version of the Bible but in fact sin was in the world before the law got it but sin is not charged to a person's account when there is no law that's important before the law and after the law but right now let's just say before the law nevertheless death reigned from Adam to Moses Death reigned from Adam to Moses even over those who did not sin in the likeness of Adam's transgression. He is a prototype of the coming one. Why? Why would that? What is that connection with Christ and Adam is because he was a prototype. See Adam's transgression, Adam because of him, death reigned and it reigned from him until Moses. But then God came, with a law, and would not punish people if they would follow that law. But if they didn't follow, he would, he would punish them. This is the law of Moses, and we need to talk about that. Um, give me one minute, and we'll go back to that. But I want to say this, that when, when Jesus came as the last Adam, Paul caused him this because he changed the world. Think about it. The first Adam disobeyed God. The last Adam, Jesus, obeyed God. The world changed. All died in Adam. Uh, we can say this for sure. The scriptures say all died in Adam and all died in Christ. You see, once Jesus died, God the Father no longer held sin against the human race, just like before the law. Let me give you a scripture that says that most clearly. It would be uh, probably the easiest one would be like 2 Corinthians um, chapter 5, around verse 20. Let me see here if I can... Okay, that in verse 20. Therefore, well, it's before that. Uh, listen to this. 19, 519, Second uh, Corinthians. That is, in Christ, God was, was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their, their trespasses against them. And he has committed the message of reconciliation to us. So the message that he committed to us is the same message that God reconciled the world through Jesus Christ. The world was reconciled to God, and he did not hold their trespasses against them anymore. We have to understand something. God God has changed things since Jesus. Jesus came and gave us life so that we would no longer be in the same place. We died in Adam. Now we died in Christ, and this changed the world. All died in him, 2 Corinthians 5, 14 all died in Christ. Once Jesus died, God the Father no longer held sin against the human race. So uh, let's look at that law of Moses because this happened kind of in between. So this is the second part of understanding grace and truth. After Adam transgressed God, the world died. Even though there was sin in the world, Basically, the human race was just under an evil rule. However, there was no measure given from God to show the world that what transgression was, that what what disobedience to God was, until the law of Moses. This is what most of us know as the Ten Commandments. It's a moral law code. It it revealed what actions were contrary to God's will and what it looked like. And for those under the law, the Jews, they had to make a sacrifice to cover for their transgressions, their sins, their sinful behaviors. They disobeyed and would have to have an animal sacrifice to cover their sins. That was never meant to remove sin. Because when Jesus came, he came to remove sin by his sacrifice. You can find that in Hebrews. As a matter of fact, in chapter 8, chapter 10, chapter 13 says a lot about that. Um, I'll reserve some of those scriptures for another podcast. But when Jesus died, he was the ultimate sacrifice under the law. Under the law, imagine if you weren't a Jew and you were Gentile during the time of the law, you still couldn't be saved. It was just for the Jews, not the Gentiles. But then came Jesus. Wow, he instituted a new covenant with the whole world and no longer just the Jews. This new covenant says that God loves everyone and wants to see us all saved. He ended the law, the old covenant. He put an end to it because he was the ultimate sacrifice under that law. And when he died, we all died in him. As a matter of fact, we will all be resurrected in him. Listen, listen, Because of him, resurrection happens for all, the dead and the living. Here's what happens. (laughs) Everybody's judged. Everybody's judged by Christ. But those of us who have received him, who believe and look to him, believe and receive him, Listen, we're living in a new truth, and that truth is that we're alive in him. We're not just dead in him, and we're not just being resurrected, but we're alive now, and it gives us eternal life. So we're resurrected to eternal life. But those who do not live in him, that died in him, and will be resurrected, they will be resurrected to eternal death. Why? Because they didn't accept, and they are self-condemned. Jesus didn't come to condemn the world. It goes on down in John Uh, 3, chapter 3, verse 20, I think it is, says to us that condemnation comes to those who walk in darkness and love it more than they love the light. So it's our choice. This power of choice is important. It's our faith that chooses to believe the truth. So, brings me to my third point. God poured out his favor upon us all. It's up to us to accept or reject. So, We all died in Christ, whether we accept him or not, we will all be resurrected to eternal judgment, eternal life or eternal damnation. It's based on my decision. It's based on your decision. God forgave you of your sins. If you don't accept it. If you don't accept that Jesus came and changed the world, you'll live in a darkness, which is really living in a lie. And when you live in that lie, you will go where the father of lies goes. You don't believe the truth. You don't walk in the truth. And you cannot receive the truth. God cannot participate in darkness. He is the light. It's a place of spiritual death, a place of unbelief. And it happens because of our sinful nature. And our sinful nature tells us to resist God, tells us not to believe it. And if there's any battle we fight every day, it's the battle against our own flesh that don't want to believe. But listen, faith is an act of the spirit. Your spirit is alive, justified, born again. (laughs) Through Jesus came grace and truth. God's grace is known to the world through the death and resurrection of Jesus. He has reconciled the world to himself. This was a grace not ever known before the new covenant. And the truth is that God loves and has forgiven every trespass you've ever committed. So if we just put our faith in that grace of God, in that truth of God, then we can live in it. The truth is God loved the world and gave his only begotten son to be the final sacrifice, completed what was required by the law, and instituted a new covenant in which God no longer holds our sins against us, but instead has reached out in love to all of us. If we accept this, this agreement with him, to put our trust in him through Jesus Christ, we will live eternally. You and I will be eternal creatures. He offers this to all of us. His grace, our faith. It takes both parts to make the covenant complete. He took the power of sin away when he ended the old covenant. The ministry of condemnation is over. It's done with. We're under a new ministry of grace, unmerited favor, the love of God. We must put our trust in that truth and it will bring us to a place of peace looking forward to the next time that we can talk about our new identification in christ have a great day